G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. I hope you've had a bloody good day. Oh, I tell you what, there's been uh, well, there's been a lot, but also not a lot, which sounds like a very bizarre thing to say. Um, look, my stands, my stance at the moment is very much in line with Lou, uh, who put out our first ever buy bit checklist. Oh, sorry, what not checklist? Watch list video today and um you know i did my scan this morning at 9 a.m like i do every day five days a week for live trading floor by the way uh we do have a black friday sale going on right now uh, if you are already a member of uh the become a master course then you can go ahead and get massive discounts on live trading floor annual and the community annual and if you don't know where that link exists right now my suggestion to you would be to go to tradercob.com and for any questions ever, bottom right-hand side, there's a little chat box. Jump onto that chat box and just ask the guys. Like, you know, you've got Reese there who's been an apprentice for a year or about 18 months now. He knows his stuff. He's a full-time trader and now he works with us. You know, like you've got, you've got plenty of people there that will help you out in your quest for whatever it is that you are looking for. But uh, yeah, what I said and what it was kind of followed up by Lou at two o'clock today is that, you know, there are a couple of short plays available. Uh, it's the first trade I've had in a very long time. I'm actually short FTT based uh, on the two-hour chart. Now, I will caveat that by saying, uh, for, from my standpoint, uh, any trades at the moment, be they long or short, will be very, very, very low risk. Like I think I'm, what would it be? Probably oh, uh, less than 0.1 of a percent of my overall portfolio. And that's my overall portfolio, not my trading account because I look at my portfolio and I work to that. So it's a very small amount of risk. And the reason I've uh, taken that risk and digested that and accepted it is because you know, I'm a trader. I'm looking for opportunities that fit my rules. That's the first thing. Second to that is I'm an investor and I'm a good investor and I'm a good trader. And my investing is basically derived off of my understanding of trading. And what I mean by that is market flows, trends, cyclicity, all these types of things. And whilst I do have uh, uh, rules for everything that are taught on a Become a Master course, there's also a certain level of, I'm not going to call it intuition because not that I don't believe in intuition, not at all. It's, it's not that I don't believe in that, no. It's that I don't tend to act on that. Well, I, I never act on intuition alone, ever. If I get some feeling of intuition whilst I have a number of my rules setting up, then I will make decisions on my portfolio. So to give you an example of that, uh, I'll go back to Bitcoin now on the weekly. I bought, um, and you would have heard this on the podcast or on, you know, if you were on YouTube uh, and you subscribe there or Facebook or wherever it is, uh, all members. Um, when we were down around that 29,000 mark, there was support there. 
okay? Now, I had a plan in place that if it did fall and break that support, that I, I was – I can't remember the numbers now because they're, they were just orders. They're, they're back in history. They didn't get filled, so therefore they don't take up any space in my brain. But I had set, him, set in my sights that if we broke down through there, I was going to have a list of limit orders. So if the market was to fall and fall quickly, you know, sometimes we get those big spikes, poof, and then they retrace really, really quickly. And I've done quite well off of those in my investment portfolio. Going back to my first proper decent-sized purchase of Bitcoin around 3000 back in September of 2017. But in the same respect, we were on support. So, and we're in the right spot as well uh, on the monthly chart in the cradle zone. So, what I decided to do was I bought, oh, I bought, I bought, you know, I think I bought at the time maybe just one Bitcoin around that area. And it, look, it's, it might sound like I'm bragging. It's not at all. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't brag. I don't lie. I, I'm just straight up. What you, what you hear and see is what you get. Um, I bought one Bitcoin uh, uh, basically on the lows, okay? Uh, I also bought my FTT at the same time on the lows. Now, I don't set out to do that. That's not my objective. I don't try and pick bottoms and I don't try and sell tops. It never has been my objective and I can't say it never will be, but I'm pretty confident that it never will be. It's just, it's, 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 a, it's a risky game. The reason I only bought one Bitcoin was because I was like, well, if it, if it bounces from here, I'd like to have another Bitcoin. If it falls from here, I will be buying more than one Bitcoin and and also Ethereum. And it was Bitcoin and Ethereum I had levels on. Now it moved from there. Given the fact that I did not get to buy the amount of Bitcoin that I was hoping to be able to buy, if it did break, I needed to wait. Did I buy over the weeks, you know, preceding 19th of July? You know, we're talking the 26th the 2nd of August, these are weeklies, the 9th of August, the 16th, the 23rd, the 30th, the 6th of September, and the 13th of September. Did I buy more? No. Did I have money on ice? Yes. Could I have dumped all of my capital that I had aside for Bitcoin and Ethereum through those weeks and have done well? Yeah, I could have. But I don't like to invest unless I get a pullback. And that's the same with any market. Any market at all, I like the pullback. I like to be able to see something that I recognize, understand, and have confidence in my ability to time my entries. I bought more Bitcoin around 41,000 when it pulled back, and that was the week of the 20th of September. And here's a little thing for you I could have bought more Bitcoin through, you know, from the price of, I don't know, 35 all the way up to 52. And if I had a bought at that 35, then yeah, sure, I, I would have done even better. But I couldn't have backed myself. I don't buy unless I get a pullback. And when I'm looking at weeklies, which is what this position was based off of when I bought that low, purely by chance, it was just on support. Well, I can't say it's purely by chance. It was on support and I thought, look, I'm going to take a very small position and this is spot not margin, because it, it's either going to do one of two things here. It's going to bounce or it's going to break. Bought one Bitcoin, bought a few Ethereum, bought a few, bought a, I actually bought quite a weighted FTT at the time. Um, then I had to wait for, was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, on the 10th week. 
we pulled back into that 41,000 area, which had been on the daily and weekly resistance. I bought a lot more of all the projects that I wanted at that time. Okay. And of course, since then, things have gone quite nicely. Now, I'm not at this current moment in time looking to buy more Bitcoin, more Ethereum, more of anything. I've positioned myself on the last pullback and this pullback, I'm in profit. I'm not looking to sell anything either. I'm looking for another opportunity for the market to grow. And whilst, you know, at certain times we can look at the market and we can go, oh, it's, it's in the right spot. Maybe I should buy more. This is what having a trading plan is really important for. I have got a certain amount of stable coin there that I will not touch. And it's a number. And it's based on my family and my current you know, expense rate. I want to make sure that I've got at least 18 months at an absolute minimum that if I do not make another dime that we don't need to change our lifestyle and that we have money to pay what we need to pay for. And it's a very lovely comfort position to have. Now, the only reason I've got that comfort position was because I was able to take profits after the last run when we were about at 58,000. And this is what I want to sort of express to you guys. It can be very difficult to take profits when you're up. But they, those times when you're up and up well, locking in those profits make the times when the market pulls back so much easier to, to stomach. And it keeps your psychology in the right place because you know it's okay. You're going to be fine. Now, fast forward to where we are here. If you did not buy around, you know, if you don't have positions of the certain tokens and cryptos that you want, this is a sort of time on a weekly chart where you may just get the opportunity to do that. Now, we are playing out to the weekly at the moment. The cyclicity there is it's, it's fantastic. This is really the first pullback after the trend was set. And this is my favorite place to trade. Now, given that it's a weekly, it does mean it's going to take longer for things to play out because it's a weekly chart. Each candle represents one week. So you're not going to have, you know, it, obviously it's going to take more time. I don't need to go into detail. You're smart enough to understand what I'm saying and I won't repeat myself, right? So right now, Bitcoin could certainly go down to 54, which has been the number I've been talking about for quite some time. It could even go lower. The thing that I'm looking at right now is that yesterday we did push down. I mean, yesterday we closed down 4.14%. It broke, the low of yesterday was 55,608. Now, I talked about the potential for a higher low and what I wanted. Don't forget, what you want doesn't mean jack shit when it comes to the market. You get what you get and you've got to work out how to do things. The low that was set prior was 55,621. So with yesterday's candle, we actually pushed to a lower low only by a few dollars. And it's very insignificant when you look at the daily chart, but it is there and it is factual. So the reality is, is that we could see further downside. Now I did see whispers about the Mt. Gox payouts and that sort of thing. And I suppose any nervousness that comes off the back of that is that those that were in Mt. Gox and they get Bitcoin back, um, they may just sell it. With that being said, they have been forced to be holders, right? That hack occurred in, oh, gosh, I don't even, I don't even know the year. It was before my time, before I started in 2017, July. It was before then. They've had to watch Bitcoin do what it does 
knowing that they lost however many Bitcoin they had. Now, whilst they probably won't get the full amount that they put in back, they are going to get something at some point. Because they've watched the cycles of the last, I don't know, is it six or seven years or whatever it is since the hack? I reckon that makes them more bullish. I really do. Because they've had to get on with their lives without having that Bitcoin. They couldn't sell it. They couldn't do anything. So they've, they've gone ahead and pushed forward. They've watched the market where they might have sold in the past because they were early, very early, right? They may have sold in the past, but not now because they've been forced to hold. Do I think they're all going to go ahead and dump it? Well, I try not to think too much, but due to the fact they've had to hold on for such a long time, I would suspect that maybe some will but I don't see it as being such a cataclysmic event that everyone will sell. And even if it does, you've got to remember, there's a lot more people involved in our market, a lot more big industry, big business, big futures, big companies, big funds, VCs, and mainstream companies now. It just doesn't seem to stack up that we're going to see massive downside. Now, that's a thought process based on um, my, well, like I said, thoughts, my understanding, my, my ability to read a market, and understand how certain things affect markets. Just because I have that, you know, thesis does not mean that I'm going to be right. And this is what you have to understand when you're trading and investing. Just because you think something doesn't make it right. You've always got to have a plan. And that is why when you do get some good profits in your favor, it's a very, very bloody good idea to start to scale out and lock in some of those profits. Okay, now that's what we are experts at doing here at tradercob.com. So get involved and learn that because I tell you what, it's going it, to, it, yeah. I mean, have a look at some of the testimonials. If you, you know, Don't take it from me. Have a look at some of our testimonials. Anyway, Bitcoin right now, uh, it is up 0.15 of a percent. I would not be surprised. If we can break the low of yesterday, which is 55,608, I wouldn't be surprised to see another 3 or 4% move lower. I really wouldn't. And I also wouldn't be concerned. I'd like this week, the week that is currently upon us, being that this is Tuesday, I'd like to see this close around its lows. And the reason that I would like to see it close around its lows is that the following week, i.e. next week, then has the potential for that low to become a stop-loss region. If we get a small bullish candle the week after, then, you know, early December, maybe the 7th or something around that sort of time, uh, that would be the, the 6th of December would be when that candle opens. We might just have a little bullish candle on the weekly cradle zone. And for me, that's a margin play. So currently we're at 56,320 on Bitcoin. We're slowly declining, not much to speak of. Ethereum has held 4,000 thus far. If Bitcoin is to pull back deeper, I would suspect that Ethereum has the probability of doing the same. It's a $4,136 down, sorry, up 1.1% right now. As far as the daily goes, the daily trend hasn't been affected. There is still the potential for the high LO based on yesterday's candle, which bottomed out at 4,013. We'll see how that plays out. Not much to speak of from a trading point of view. XRP is at $1.04, holding that $1 line pretty well. It's up half a percent, nothing to speak of on the trading side. 
DOT is down 0.8% at $39.16, a bit of an average looking chart currently, needs to get some cyclicity to be tradable. Doge is at 22 cents flat, up 0.1%. If we can see Doge break down through 21.5 cents, I think we will see a further downside on Doge. Binance is up 1% currently with the higher lows currently sitting at $554.26. We'll have to wait and see what goes on there. It's at $564.89. Cardano is up 1% at $1.79. Really, honestly, nothing to speak of. Solana, $217.61, up 0.8. AVAX, after its stellar run higher. Look, I'd love nothing more to see than a pullback on the daily. Really? Great trend. 131.81, down 2.35. And Uniperps up 1.8% at $21.35. Guys, there's a lot going on right now. Keep your money on ice is what I would suggest. And uh, one thing you can do, if you want to learn how I read charts, and it's not just for traders, by the way, I'll, I'll tell you dead set. And for the... The other thing is, is that if you don't want to trade at all and you want to learn about market cyclicity and taking profits and that sort of thing, mate, you're going to get, you're not going to get a better price. It's a Black Friday sale. So go to tradercob.com. If you can't find whatever you need to find, hit the chat box in the right hand corner. And, uh, you know, we are, we've discounted, I think it's to 450 odd US or something around that, or 499, I think it is 499 US. Um, great opportunity to get involved. And uh, if it's up for you, do it. It's a lifetime membership. And I, 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 we've got a 10-day money-back guarantee. I, look, I know anyone that buys, you won't be disappointed. It's up to you, though. Have a great day, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.